0: Thing we're really going to be pushing in the next three years and hopefully I, f- I feel pretty confident it'll become a reality as a multi-purpose event center clarksville's conversation a podcast that brings you interesting conversations with fascinating people from around clarksville and montgomery county
1: so this is katie and charlie and we're here with county mayor jim durrett and good we're going to talk you doing, mayor? I'm all good. things clarksville today uh to get us started we kind of have a funny thing to kind of break the ice so bear with us okay you you see charlie you know he's kind of famous for that mustache yeah did you know he's had it like never shaved yeah yeah Yeah.
2: we're 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 taking auction on it right now you are yeah couple hundred thousand dollars i'll shave it good luck (laughs) (laughs) looks like i'm keeping it
1: (laughs) (laughs) so just for fun charlie mustache you a question
0: mustache me a question. Uh
2: okay so we we tried this with a previous guest and i'm going to do it with you so you're going to actually get two okay you're going to get two so the first one is say say american idol or the the voice calls you and says jim you're coming on the show tonight. You got to sing a song. <laughs> what are you singing? What are you going to sing to win the contest?
0: Wow. Uh, I'd probably sing a Garth Brooks tune. Probably I have friends in low places. Sitting
1: on a bar and still <laughs> acting yeah. like a yeah. darn fool.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd probably do that, or maybe uh, uh the old Willie Nelson. Um, God, I can't re- think of the other guy's name, but beer for my horses.
1: That's funny.
2: You gonna you gonna give us a little rendition? No,
0: I don't sing. If they called, oh, I, if they called, I wouldn't go.
2: Oh, you wouldn't? Yeah. you wouldn't go. No. If you were running for election, would you go? No. Oh, okay, okay. So I have one more. Okay. I have one more. So you've heard, you know, the, the saying "best thing since sliced bread." Yeah. What was the best thing before sliced bread? Probably bologna. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> they made bologna? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
0: then they made bread to put it on. It made it that much better. <laughs> I guarantee it did.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah, especially with fried bologna.
0: Are you a fried bologna Oh, fan? I
1: love bologna. Oh, I love yeah. bologna. Lord have I like mercy. Bolo- I, like a, I like bologna with a fried egg on it even.
2: I like yeah. bologna. Oh. So it sounds to me like bologna was part of your
0: childhood. You know, I don't know that we ate it a lot. And as a kid, I didn't like it. Uh, but as an adult, I absolutely <laughs> love it. I mean, some bologna with a lot of mustard and cheese and some hot sauce, man, it's just like it's the bomb.
2: So, so I'm sure Jeff makes a mean bologna sandwich. Uh, no, no, no.
1: Charlie, do you eat bologna?
2: I mean, I have. You kind
1: of sound like you don't. Like no, what?
2: I have. You know, I my my uh, food tastes are very limited.
1: Oh, he he just. But remember, this
2: is about our guest. I've, seen, I've he, seen him eat.
1: And fried nuggets. like He eats like my nine-year-old son. <laughs>
2: Steak, pizza, crab legs. Chicken
1: nuggets. <laughs>
2: Steak,
0: pizza, crab legs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's about it.
0: That's about it.
2: Well, we appreciate you being here and, and being a I'm good sport. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Glad to be here.
1: Yeah, we were excited to have you in. So,
2: You know, Katie and I have known you for, for a long time, and, and we've heard a lot of things about, you know, your your family and you growing up, but... Tell us a little bit about your childhood and, you know, kind of what you were into growing up.
0: Well, you know, I grew up out in Ringo, uh, at Ringo Mill. And uh, you could walk 100 yards from the house and you could be at the mill. And uh, you could walk 200 yards and you could be at the creek. And so I spent a lot of time as a kid uh, in the mill messing with the mill hands yeah. uh and spent a whole lot of time at the creek fishing throwing rocks
1: that's to, a great quick crawl creek down. yeah too. just
0: doing catching snakes and doing all those things but i, I told somebody um i actually told somebody yesterday um, that i probably about 10 or 11 years old i went to work uh, at the mill and i actually worked I could sack flour, but I could only do like the little two and a half pound bags. Uh I could handle the five pound bags, but most of the time, those mill hands were, they would, they put the flour in it and they put it in this little packer thing and they'd shake it a couple of times and then they had a foot pedal where they'd squeeze the bag and then they they folded it and they had this glue paddle. And so they wipe in the glue and they'd glue it and then they'd grab it and set it down on the glued side. And so the five pound bags, and I was pretty small and I couldn't handle those. But I learned how to glue the two and a half pound bags. And uh, but my dad paid me ninety nine cents an hour.
1: Ooh. yeah. And, and, and
0: there was times that uh, we lived down at right by the mill. And if you're familiar with Clarksville, if you, it's kind of down in the hole, but up on top of the hill uh, was a little store. It was Mr. Jack Henson's is a little country grocery store back then because. Fort Campbell Boulevard was a two-lane road, mm-hmm. and uh, but across the street was Hilltop Hilltop Truck Stop. Mister Comer Davis, a lot of people in Clarksville will remember that name. He's a really good man, and uh, they had a restaurant over there. And so a lot of times for lunch, somebody from the mill would call, and we'd go up there. And I, I remember we used to get our checks in these little brown envelopes, and they had what your hourly rate was, how many hours you worked, and it was all handwritten on there, and I had a brown envelope one time that I was like a negative dollar twenty six. <laughs> I ate too much. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to
2: ask you what was your biggest paycheck, yeah. but that might have been it.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, that's
1: pretty awesome. But it
0: was—it's pretty cool growing up in that environment. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that meal was so awesome. Uh, I've
1: been down there before. I actually years ago was down there, and I, I think you might have been there because we've gone to church together for years. I saw some people get baptized in that creek yeah, years ago. Yeah.
0: Wow. It, you mm-hmm. know, and I know y'all don't want to talk about the mill a whole lot, but I think it's very much a, a part of our history. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But those guys that worked in the mill, they they would be in there eating lunch, and they would hear a noise. That mill had a noise to it, and, and that noise would get off kilter some kind of way, and one of them would say that that belt on the second floor at the flyer oh, mill wow. was or something like that. It was unbelievable unbelievable Huh? that's that
2: that's that's a,
1: pretty interesting it, yeah it
2: kind of is and here's one thing that, that i've learned about jim if he's not related to him he knows him oh that's true <laughs> and, I don't know or him a that. story and he and this i mean you remember names and people and things and situations i guess when people may have an influence in your life yeah it's easy to to yeah. draw back on that memory I, so it every is. time you speak or i see you somewhere you'll say something about somebody i'll say My goodness, he knows everybody that ever lived in this county. (laughs) That's true. That's amazing.
1: One of the stories I've heard you tell, and we're pretty blessed that we get to hear these stories, um, is the story about the cabin on Fort Campbell.
0: Yeah. uh, My family came here uh, in the early 1900s. Okay. Uh, My great-grandfather, and he had four sons, my great-uncles. And um, two of them actually ended up being uh, involved in the mill my grandfather and my great uncle uh, Winfield, they were both involved with the mill and farming and that kind of stuff. And the other great uncle, one of them became a dentist and one of them became a banker. But when they came here, uh, when Uncle Winfield, uh, when he became a young man, he bought some property. And uh, it was in the early 20s. And he went down in Stewart County and cut some chestnut trees. And chestnuts aren't around anymore, those type of trees. Mm-hmm. They they got a blight on, a, a blight got on them in the 40s sometime uh, and it just wiped them all out. But he left them laying in the woods for over a year to let them season and he came back and he built this log cabin and he worked on it for almost seven years and um, lo and behold war broke out The federal government decided they needed some kind of army installation, and they picked Clarksville, Uh or right here on the Tennessee-Kentucky border. And I think it was Camp Campbell at the time. And uh, so they came in and started buying the property. And uh, he had a log cabin, and um, I think it's 47 acres. Mm -hmm. And I think the federal government gave him, like, almost $13,000 for it. Wow. And, uh, but the, the great story is the story that my uncle tells about it in the fact that there was so much going on in the world. And of course it, in that, it, it, during that time, there won the internet and you know, you, yeah. you listen to radio most of the time, but he, uh,
1: I think he, people still listen to radio. Yeah. Most of
0: but time. he, I know you kind of like the radio, <laughs> but his dad said, his dad told him, he said, you know, we put a lot of, Sweat equity into this thing. It's our home. We don't want to move, uh, but it's probably it's what we need to do to support our country. Isn't so, that amazing? Uh, yeah, it truly is. and yeah. And that house is still there today. Uh, General Brennan lives in it yeah. now.
1: I knew it was an officer's uh, house. It's an officer's
0: who. house, and I, I've had the opportunity to uh, to go in it three or four times here mm-hmm. in the last probably six or seven years, and just it's uh, pretty historic.
1: How did that feel when you walked in there for the first time? I mean, because you, to have you know, all these just, stories it is just, pretty amazing. Uh,
0: I don't know. It kind of felt like it was part of me. Yeah. Uh,
1: That's pretty, it, to have all yeah. these family stories, like passed down, I don't have those stories.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, my, all of my, my grandfather and all of my great uncles were great woodworksmen. They could mm-hmm. really do a lot of stuff with wood. And, uh, you know, to, in today's world... If we're building a road and we got to take a house you know the government is this big evil thing and i know that's bad but to hear the attitude that my my great that my great uncle Mm -hmm. had back then was uh pretty special
1: well it's a a lot of patriotism
0: yeah
2: so go ahead oh no i was going to say you know i've been i've been in that cabin Oh, and, uh, you have? Yeah, and it's it's really pretty amazing. And, you know, I hadn't been in it until I had heard your story, and then I was at at Fort Campbell doing something, and I walked in there. You just
1: walked and knocked on the door, didn't you? Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> you would, I just, he? Yeah, I just walked up. I said, home? Can, come, can I come look at your house? I need to look at this. <laughs> I know
2: somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that, that leads me into the conversation about your relationship with, with the military in general. I mean, to have that happen in your family and then – the relationship you now have with with soldiers and family members at Fort Campbell it's got to be it's got to warm your heart to know that those people
0: we have are, a legacy are,
1: there it, yeah. it yeah. really
0: it really does and uh, you know I, I will in in conversations with people out there they'll say are you kin to the Durrett that build the log house where so-and-so lives and yeah he's my great uncle so yeah it, it uh mm-hmm. it, it, it really kind of it ties me to the military in a, in a sense that yeah. uh, that maybe some other people aren't tied, but it, it's uh,
1: this is, it's neat. This is kind of a random question, I know, but when you mention the chestnut trees, is does chestnut wood last longer or something? Evidently, because
0: uh, you that, know, there's yeah. yeah, a lot
1: of log cabins around, no. so no, it's not. That's why no, I was. Not, yeah. Oh, and
0: it's got it, it's just got this gorgeous rock fireplace yeah, in it. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. Oh. It is really the really shit cool. Craftsmanship back
1: then is a yeah. lot different. We need
0: to get you out there. Yeah. I'd
1: love to see it. Yeah. I'd you love to you see know it. somebody. I might just go knock on the door like Wouldn't Charlie. You like
2: Charlie
1: did. You might <laughs> <as> well. <laughs> hey, my taxpayer is on this now. I like
2: recommend to... dinner time. I would like to. Yeah, dinner time. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. So you obviously have a servant heart, Jim. Uh, you serve this community. You worked for the streets department. You've run for office. Um, what made you decide to run for county mayor? What led to this pos- this next role for you?
0: Well, in, I think it was 2008 I retired from the city, mm-hmm. uh, and I had 31 years, and I, I just, I, I, I kind of wanted out, and mm-hmm. I wanted to do something different, and um, so I went to work for a local bank, but I stayed involved with the chamber, with military mm-hmm. affairs, with uh, the museum board, those type things. And so, uh, I, you know, I just, wasn't, uh, I just wasn't satisfied with some of the decisions that were being made and some mm-hmm. of the things that were happening. And uh, I talked to a lot of different people about it and talked to my wife, Mary, probably as much about it as anything. And, and I'd come home, I'd been to a meeting and something had happened. I said, I just cannot believe they're doing this or why don't they do this or... and. She was like, you know what, you just need to run for something.
1: If you're gonna and So
0: yeah. uh, it was really you know, I I, I ran in in, in twenty fourteen and I probably didn't make my mind up to do that until about February twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. I, I think I was a little gun shy and
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh you know, I think it's human nature you you, you uh you kind of want to know what the outcome is going to be of, of things that <laughs> <Right>. you <to> do, <laughs> and that's something that yeah. you don't. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, uh, but I, I finally said, you know what, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we got all in, we got all in, and we worked really, really hard, and we're fortunate enough to win.
2: Yeah, so, so as, as mayor, what is the, uh, I don't w- want to say easiest, but the best part of your day, and what is maybe the
0: hardest part of your day? Probably the best part of my day is through an email, through a phone call, or through something. Somebody's got an issue, Mm -hmm. and they call you, and you call them back, and they respect the fact that you called them back. And maybe not all the time uh, you're able to resolve their issue, but most people just want to talk to somebody, and that's one of the things I uh said going in my office and uh, our staff is awesome Uh, but jeff was new and Mm -hmm. i told jeff i said when people call us we're going to call them back it doesn't matter if we know we're going to get chewed out we're going to call them back so that's the best part of my day the worst part of my day is just uh you have to the processes of government Mm -mm. and the speed that government moves Oh, is yeah. a little slower than, yeah. than my yeah. pace. Then you throw somebody like Jeff in there. That's yeah. oh, like, yeah. Brrr, yeah. you know, go go go. That's it right. just, you know, I'm like pulling on the reins on him. I said, oh, no, you got to go to this. You got to do this. And uh, but he, he he's great at what he does. But the, probably that's the probably the worst thing is. It's just, probably frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Especially when you're a get it done, get her get it yeah. done,
0: get it done. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you something else that really bothers me, and I don't say this critical to anybody else, but. Um, it's easy for some people to spend other people's money right and 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 i I really look at that job of like you know we we're the we're the stewards of the money Mm -hmm. and we need to do the right thing with it but there's there's some people that just like to spend money and if it's not theirs it's very easy for them to do it so pulling the reins back on that can be tough too yeah
2: you know there's one thing that i I hope I get this right but I've heard you say it multiple times and I want you to tell me where it came from you know how you came up with it what your thought process was but it's not about the moment it's about the movement yeah and I hope I got that right you did tell us a little bit about that because when I hear you say that it it just it seems like you're bringing your mentality is to bring everybody together and move us forward but tell tell me what that means you
0: know actually uh, that came with a conversation of myself and my oldest son um he were you know he works in dc and uh when i was running for mayor uh, he would always call or he'd always text or he'd always email me stuff say well, you got to do this you got to do that or mm-hmm. what can we do here what can you do there and um, i i had to give him credit for that yeah. uh, but when he said it it just it's stuck. Yeah. And when it you truly said it, is. it resonated
1: with me. I remember when, I remember the first time yeah. you said it, writing it down, going, yeah. wow, that was good.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: it truly is. It's not about the moment. It's about the movement. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, if you, if you dwell on this one moment, uh, once you achieve something, you have to keep going forward and make all of those things come together for one big movement. Mm-hmm. And that's really, uh, I, that was me anyway. But that's a great tagline that I still use today.
2: Yeah. And you should. Yeah. I mean, it it means a lot to a lot of people. Yeah,
1: it does. Well, you've done a lot. You just got reelected. You did a lot in your first four years. So what was something that you accomplished in that movement in the first four years that you're like, you're proud of, that you're proud that you and your team did?
0: You know, this is going to be really strange to say, Mm -hmm. but the wheel tax increase is probably one of them um
1: because schools need the money yeah
0: and and and, and what had ha- what had happened with county government was that we just kept borrowing money borrowing money and it was all based on the property tax rate and so our property tax rate kept doing all these different things we would get a reappraisal it go way down mm-hmm. and then the next year it'd go way up so everybody's happy then everybody's mad and so uh we just wanted to figure out a dedicated funding strategy for it. And the wheel tax, it hadn't been touched in 30 years. Right. And so uh, it's not something that we, uh, we want to hang our hat on uh, because we raised the tax. But it was something that was needed. And uh, we have a resolution uh, next month at the county commission meeting for design of a middle school and two elementary expansions. And we're paying for it with cash.
1: Oh, that's wonderful.
0: And so that's, that will save us over a million dollars over a 20-year period because typically we would have borrowed that money.
1: Where Where's the resolution to build those schools at, out of curiosity?
0: Uh, one is for the new Kirkwood complex. Okay. It's a middle school, mm-hmm. and then it's an expansion to West Creek Middle School, I believe, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure what the other one is.
1: Okay. I'm just curious. You know,
2: I've, I've been around a lot. Of, I hate to call you a politician because I don't Thanks. really think you I are. I don't
1: think Jim's a politician. I don't, at I don't all. think you are, uh-uh. but,
2: you know, as as the mayor, people are going to label, label right. you that. But to me, and knowing you, you have a servant's heart. I mean, I've seen I you do see, things a lot that. different than you. You don't run a, uh, the county mayor's office like a politician
0: would run it
1: you don't run it worried about getting reelected you run it how you think what you think's best for the people that,
0: that that's true and uh-huh. i have said that all along that decisions i make aren't going to be political decisions yeah. mm-hmm. to get reelected and uh, quite frankly i think that's a lot of what's wrong with our country today is that uh, people want to do the things that they know that they can get reelected for and i i want to do the things yeah. that's that's right for our community where does that come from I think that comes from my parents Uh, yeah probably more so from my mom than my dad even though my dad was uh, you know he served on the City Council a long long time and I'll be frank I'll be very honest with you probably the Riverwalk wouldn't happen the way it is as the way it's expanded and it's grown into the upland trails and all that but uh, my dad had the courage to go forward with it and Back then, we weren't doing a lot of things, but I, mm-hmm. I do remember when it happened. Um, so I think he had the courage to do the right thing, but my mom was just such a servant. Yeah. I mean, she mm-hmm. she was just such so a good lady. you got good, a little bit lady. of both of them, courage yeah, and I servant. Do. Yeah. yeah,
1: Because, I mean, you've had the courage to move some things forward that other people, against resistance, like downtown commons, for yeah. example, that I think people will look back on, you know, 15, 20 years from now, and think the same thing like that how could we have not ever had that
0: yeah yeah
1: Mm
2: -hmm. so you you talk about your parents and of course they were obviously an inspiration right you know and many of your family members but give us one or two other people that aren't family members that have inspired you in some kind of way
0: well these are I say both of these names that I'm about to mention are probably what you would say or maybe household names around Mm -hmm. uh, Clarksville Montgomery County but uh Mr. Ben Kimbrough was uh he was a big influence in my life and he's he the Kimbrough family has been in our life a long time. Him and my dad were best friends in high school. And so they grew wow. they grew up together mm-hmm. and then he had two boys, uh, and a daughter and uh his oldest son's uh he's a year older than my my brother and my brother's two years older than I am. So he's three years. It's pretty good math, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's, he's three years older than I am. And then his. So uh, his did y'all other... grow
1: up playing together then?
0: We did. Uh-huh. We did. And we, we went on hunting trips and fishing trips yeah. together. And uh, Bill is a great friend of mine today. And um, but, you know, I just always saw the things that Mr. Kimbrough was doing. Mm-hmm. And then Jack Turner, I think, yeah. is another one yeah. that is uh, uh, just uh, he, he's a. Uh, Jack's just, him and Mr. Kimbrough are really equal. They're, they're the same, but they're different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're different. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think the thing that I admire about both of them is that they're to the community without wanting anything in return.
1: Well, I agree with that.
0: I mean, they both just have true servant hearts and they don't want any accolades, anything like that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think... Part of the reason our community is where it is today is because of those two guys, yep. too. I, w- I can't disagree with yeah. you. I feel same. Yeah. yeah,
1: I would agree with that as well. So let's talk about these next four years. So what uh, what is something that you're really excited about accomplishing this next four years? You got, you got a new city mayor. I know you two are friends, right? Yep. And um, he's a great guy as well and i think he has a servant heart as well he does yeah i think that i think you both are very similar in your perspective on that are you guys um do you talk pretty regularly already and
0: oh yeah yeah it's just probably uh since joe's been elected probably we we are talking or texting every other day about
1: oh that's wonderful it
0: it really is Mm -hmm. and uh uh i know that he has the same uh mindset i do and the fact that we want to probably meet Every two or three weeks, monthly, to just talk about things that are going on, and maybe bring some key people to the room as mm-hmm. well. Whether it's a department head or whether it's a uh, the chamber executive director or whoever that may be. Uh, but I, I think it, I'm really looking forward to working with Joe, and um, you know I think we can accomplish a lot. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably the the obviously we've got a lot of things that we need to focus on, uh, but. I'll just call them typical government things, funding our schools, right. our public safety, those type things. Thing we're really going to be pushing in the next three years, and hopefully, uh, I, f- I feel pretty confident it will become a reality as a multipurpose event center.
1: Well, that was on our list to ask you about. Yeah. yeah. And, and we are. I remember um, going to Frisco with you looking at that yeah. stuff, and that was something I was excited about.
0: We are uh, a lot further down the road than a lot of people think we are. We, we are working with Austin P. and the Predators, uh, and the Predators and Austin P. are working. We kind of had a little hiccup when mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Ivey left Austin okay. P. That kind of slowed us down a little bit, and we didn't want uh, the new AD Gerald Harrison to just be bombarded with it. But now we've started meeting with Gerald and them, and and I I, I would think our goal is. We're going to make a significant move by the first quarter of 2019. Uh, well, we, that's, that's we, like
1: we, a few weeks away.
0: Well, first quarter. <laughs> first quarter. He's got a window. Katie's like, oh, January 3rd? Is that yeah. first quarter? That, oh. That's no. first quarter. Yeah. But, but we're we we're waiting on some some information uh, to put together a financial strategy and we think we have a pretty good strategy to show the people how we're going to pay for it.
1: So you, you did you you hired somebody to come in and look at? Do, have you got designs and all that stuff done?
0: We have schematic. We, okay. we really don't even have schematics. We have renderings, but we programmed okay. all the space. Mm-hmm. We brought in not only a design team, but we brought in a construction management team, and we brought in a geotechnical team. And so we we have. Based on some decisions Austin mm-hmm. P makes, we will have a what we think will be a cost estimate uh, that we can put together our financing plan based based on that number. That number will change, yeah, and, and we're we we feel confident that number will go down some, uh, but uh, we're we just we're lacking just a little bit of information to put that final financing plan together. But we've asked our team to start building timelines uh, for. Um, for schematic designs, okay. for land purchasing, for all of that stuff.
1: That's pretty uh, far down the road, uh, then, isn't it? Well,
2: when we get through this first quarter, get us some good news. We'll get that momentum going. Yeah, Ma- that's right. It, make
0: the movement. Well, continue and yeah, the that's yeah, right. Yeah, the the moment will be there, and then yeah. it's just going to continue with the movement. Yeah. And and really, I think I hate to use the terminology of once we pull the trigger, but I, I think once we do push the button, the go button. I think it'll go a lot quicker yeah. than everybody thinks it will.
1: Uh, well, Austin P. will play basketball there. Correct. So that's their role in that. And at one time, I had heard that the Predators were hoping to do like uh, youth leagues and stuff there for hockey.
0: That's part of putting the whole package together of the Predators saying that if we had two sheets of ice, mm-hmm. uh, that we could host these junior these junior hockey tournaments. And you typically could do about four or five of those a year. Mm -hmm. Uh, They bring in about typically about 35 teams. They spend the whole weekend, usually Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and and, and then go home on Sunday. And so a consultant that was involved in helping put together, uh, for lack of a better word, the pro forma for the Music City Center, we hired them in the beginning, and they had those conversations with the predators. But, you know, this time of year they're doing – Disney on ice and all that oh, stuff that yeah. right. we, we, we can bring that here mm-hmm. and the Predators want to bring stuff like that here yeah. and so uh, there's uh, concerts you know we don't have a really good in indoor venue right now uh, depending on how the stage was set uh, we're looking at a, a at a facility that could probably hold about 8,000 people yeah. oh, that's for awesome. a concert but a basketball game it probably be closer to about 5,000 mm-hmm. Wow so uh, it's exciting and it is you know one, one thing that that changed during the whole thing and that's kind of why we're waiting on Austin P. is is a lot of people don't know this but uh, and maybe I shouldn't say it but the men's basketball team they fight for floor space to practice yeah and sometimes they're practicing on half of the Dunn Center because something's going on there and so we are actually building above the second sheet of ice and it was gonna—it's space in the building anyway. And Austin P, part of their number that we're wait, waiting to get from them—they will help on the debt part of their space. But it'll be a, a full-size indoor basketball practice court with the men's and women's basketball offices in it as well. So it'll always be some kind of activity yeah. going, going on, on there.
1: And I—I'm yeah, assuming it's downtown.
0: It is. Yep. No secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's. College Street over to First Street and uh, excuse me, College to Main and First uh, up to Second. Yeah.
1: College to Main and first right in front of the second. Riverview.
0: That yeah. whole big block oh, of property gotcha, okay. right there. Yep,
1: yep. I know exactly what you're talking yep. about. Perfect place for it.
0: And so, it, you know, what we've seen from a, from a rendering standpoint, it'll be a main entrance that'll come in across from the Commons. Mm-hmm. And then, if you think about Second Street going back towards Austin P, it's a big hill. It's about It's almost thirty feet of grade there. Right. So you students from Austin P or anybody coming in from that area will actually enter at a different level, and then there will be a level down there on uh, First Street in front of the Riverview.
1: Oh wow! So you can kind of change the whole picture of downtown. Yeah, it it?
0: really
2: will. I'm ready. So you're going to have that built by the first quarter.
1: First quarter <laughs> of, of
2: some year. Of <laughs> some <laughs> year. Of some year. I'm just First quarter I'm just of 2020.
1: Yeah. yeah. We are announcing it January fir- 3rd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm joking. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so if you had a magic wand, and you could do one thing today, for Montgomery County, what would it be?
0: You get one swipe. Well, you know, there, there's all kinds of answers to that. You know, you could wipe the ma- wave the magic wand and say that all cancer goes away or yeah. all of those things goes away but from a government standpoint uh, I think probably if I waved that magic wand I would just want to fix all of our transportation infrastructure yeah. at one time yeah uh, that's a big big ticket item and it's a it's it's I, don't, I think we're a lot different than a lot of communities because most of our big roads are state routes right and so we and this is one thing i want to talk to joe about i think we need a strategy of us going to tdot and Having maybe
1: one voice would make a and huge maybe, difference
0: maybe both entities putting some money in the yeah. game yeah. to to expedite some of these yeah. projects
1: well they say that by the year 2040 there's going to be three hundred eight thousand people here yeah so we've got to figure out our infrastructure problems we, we, now we
0: got to get we 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 got to get to fixing
1: I'm, I can't tell you how excited I am about you and Joe working together because of that whole one voice thing. Because when you've got two governments with two plans for a yeah. community, it's hard to get anything done. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we're not building a community for me and you. We're doing it for your grandkids and You're for exactly my kids. Right. And, You're
0: exactly right. And we
1: need to make sure we don't leave them a mess. Yeah.
0: yeah. You're so, exactly right.
1: Well, do you have anything last parting words of wisdom you like to leave with us?
0: Um. No, I don't think so. Other than the fact that I I just, you know, I I want people to get involved. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want their voices to be heard, Uh, and I think there's a way to do that. Uh, This, and you're familiar with everything that happened with consolidation, Um, but if people will, will as opposed to insinuate something if they'll check on the facts mm-hmm. most of the times there's a, the intention is good and so don't just believe what you read on facebook or social mm-hmm. media or even in the newspaper or even on Clarksville now katie mm-hmm. i don't mean that ugly but uh there, there are so many good things going on in this mm-hmm. community and i really really think and i said this uh the other night i've said it uh the, yesterday morning as well, to a group of people. We're a great community right now, but I, I think we're at a point that we can take it to a different level, and I don't think we can miss this opportunity. I agree yep. with you it, that. It's an opportunity that's just uh, God's put it in front of us, and I think we've got to take advantage of it and, and make us be uh, even better than what we, we are can, today. We
1: can go from good to being just great yep. yeah I agree with you on that yeah well we thank you for coming in and we hope you come back because you've got I a think lot going on y'all
0: I, this is cool Shoot.
1: we're pretty excited about yeah. it so
0: yeah
2: well we we knew you'd be you'd be a good one to start with you know with your history and,
0: and <laughs> well uh, I appreciate and, it and, and your in our
1: relationship with you makes yeah. it easier well for us.
0: y'all make it easy for people as well too so y'all make, and both of y'all let me say hats off to both of y'all for what you do in the community and um you and I, Charlie and I are a little bit closer age-wise than maybe Katie. Uh, but, <laughs> You're the young one. Yeah, you Woo-hoo! are the young one. Thank but, you. But I think it's important for people to get involved in the community, yeah. to want to wanna make a difference in the community. and
1: Stand up for what you believe in.
0: That's right. And and we've got some people in our community that I see that, that are, I think they would be rising stars, mm-hmm. but we got to get them to the table some agree. kind of way. I agree, I agree with that, too. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, we sure appreciate you. Thank, thank you y'all. for
1: coming in. Y'all need to listen to our podcast every week. We're going to have a different um, community or different story. So come back and check us out.
0: Clarksville's Conversation. Subscribe now on your favorite podcasting app so you don't miss a single conversation.